keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Hello, folks. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C., and you're not. And I'm excited it's St. Patrick's Day. And I'm also Connor Brown. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media and more. And if you ever wondered how the future of shopping looks like and what makes a live shopping host stand out from the rest, well, you're not alone as live shopping takes the world of e-commerce and social media by storm. Many are curious about the secrets behind this phenomenon from choosing the perfect platform to creating an engaging and authentic experience. Live shopping hosts face several challenges in their quest to captivate audiences and drive sales, but worry not because we've got you covered, faithful viewer. Today, we are thrilled to have the amazing Stephanie Garcia join us to explore the world of live selling platforms and share her valuable insights on what it takes to be a successful live shopping host. So get ready to be inspired and take notes as we dive into the future of live shopping together. Stephanie, how are you doing today? I am doing outstanding. I'm excited. I know. I mean, you are one of my favorite people, so I'll just get that out of the way. But if you guys don't know who Stephanie is, let me introduce you. She, Stephanie Garcia is a live video strategist for brands and entrepreneurs from moonwalkers to master chefs who want to go from unknown to unforgettable. She's a digital marketing expert with 15 years of ad agency experience. She has helped thousands of her clients and students get on the fascination fast track to ignite their ideas and become confident on camera. With her, per, uh, per, with her proven system, clients discover how to create crave-worthy content, get audiences buzzing with excitement, and how to deliver a spellbinding presentation that hooks viewers in. Her client, Master Chef Claudia Sandoval, drove 178,000 downloads of her first book from the, her first live stream within 24 hours. She also coached astronaut Jessica Meir and her team for a live interview in space. Named as one of the top 50 digital marketing thought leaders by the University of Missouri-St. Louis, her work has been recognized and awarded by Forbes, online marketing media, and advertising, PR Daily, Forrester, and Gartner 101 Media. She is the host of Lights Camera Live and co-author of The Ultimate Guide to Social Media. And also, my friend, thank you, Stephanie, for being here today. I'm just so excited. Can you tell? I'm excited too. You're the best. You you <laughs> nailed that. Well done, sir. Well, well you done. Know, you you write. She's a good writer too. So that her bio is amazing. But I want to give a big shout out to our friend Martin Buckland, who is over on LinkedIn watching us today. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you, my friend. Thanks for doing that. We've got another person over LinkedIn saying, "Hey, everybody." Hey, back to you, LinkedIn user. I don't know why it didn't come through. But anyway, uh, we're going to be talking all about this, uh, the future of live selling. So I just want to dive in right away to this, uh, Stephanie, because uh, this is really, really important, the different live selling platforms. So I want to talk about, you know, I'm big on Amazon Live. That's what I use. I use Amazon Live all the time. Uh, You and then like Jim Fuse and Chris Stone from the Dealcasters really helped me with that. So I've been finding success there. But there's more than just Amazon Live. So what are some of the top live selling platforms that are like dominating the market? And what makes them kind of stand out from the rest? Okay. I I love that you asked this question because I do feel like most people, when they think of live shopping, they think of it in a very limited scope. When you, what you should be thinking about live shopping platforms is that there's really five different categories. Mm -hmm. The first one is the marketplace, which you and I are so familiar with. It's your Amazon live. It's your shop shop. It's where people are already shopping on and they're just 
you know, kind of search based marketing and then they find your live stream there. So those are like your marketplace. Then you also have the white label category for live shopping platforms. This would be like your livescale.tv where brands can host their own live shopping event on their website or on some third-party website, but it looks branded in that sense. The third one is what everyone is most most like familiar with, and that would be your Facebook, your TikTok, your Instagram, your YouTube. Those are your social platforms. The fourth one is event-based. And so those would be things like BrandLive or Bizaboo. And then you have the fifth one, which is virtual assistants, where you actually have a live shopping assistant pop up and say, oh, Jeff, what are you looking for today? Is there anything that I could help you with and answer your questions? And of those, I would say that are probably the most popular, I would say Bambuser, Amazon Live. It's going to be your livescale.tv as well. And then as well as your social media platforms. But I think anyone first diving into it, they probably hear about live shopping first on the social media channels because they're the ones that are out there with the big megaphone saying, this is new, this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. And then you have your QVC and your home shopping networks like we've been doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So is is there a, I mean, you mentioned all the different kind of tiers and I'd love to kind of dive into that a little bit more. And Connor, I know you have some questions too, but is it, is it what, is it different for what you're trying to sell? Do you are those different platforms for like okay, this is more for fashion and this is more for, you know, another thing or do they all kind of it doesn't matter what it, they they fall into? I don't think it really matters what it falls into. I think it really depends on what your what your goals are for the campaign. So for example, what I like about Amazon Live is that it's a destination site for people that are already doing search-based commerce. Mm-hmm. So they're searching for something online. They're going to take a, a look at reviews. If you're live streaming at that moment, that's awesome. That's great. But are people most likely just hanging out there? Not really. If you think mm-hmm. about where people are usually hanging out and it's interest-based commerce, that would be your TikTok. And mm-hmm. TikTok live shopping is where you're hanging out and you're just consuming content. You're being entertained and, oh, hey, I'm now seeing a live shopping segment based off of my interest because the algorithm knows me so well. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, cause that's what Amazon is. Cause when, you know, there are people who go to Amazon and just love to watch the QVC type of thing, but they're also the, 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 the people who just, it shows up on the, the product page. If you're streaming live, if I'm, if I'm streaming live and I have in my carousel, like the stream deck, which I'm using to switch back and forth, um, that my live show will pop up there. So it's really, I, I see what you're saying, how there's some discovery based stuff. And then there's things like brands will say, uh, in fact, we have, uh, uh, Randall Constant even said that, uh, Walmart will have one, t- uh, two, they've already started promoting that. So do you think, that big companies like Walmart, Best Buy, Target, and all those will have their own platforms or will they go into something else? And, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. Okay. I I think all retailers will eventually launch their own live shopping platform or at least be integrated with another existing live shopping platform that's already out there. We've seen Walmart, Target, all of these other user, these these live shopping platforms where people will go to consistently. And then you think about if you integrate that into the actual app itself, now you have even more opportunity to capture your audience and drive more commerce through that app. Mm, Gotcha. Gotcha. Connor, do you have a question? Yeah. You know, it's interesting when we hear about 
all of these platforms and, and what's going on. But Stephanie, you teach people how to have success when it comes to live streaming, live shopping, all of that. So when it comes to these platforms, do you have any success stories of businesses not only achieving you know their revenue goals, but expanding their audience through live selling at all? Absolutely. So one of my favorite projects last year was doing a three-day workshop for a big Fortune 100 brand. And I really have to tip the hat to their chief brand officer because what they did is they realized live shopping is really doing well in other countries outside of the United States. So they see what's trending in China and whatnot. And they actually brought all of their brand managers from Latin America to say, we want to teach you the proper way of how to be successful with live shopping. It might not be popular in your region just yet, but let's start to get ahead of that and start learning what's working and what's not working. And so what I saw from this particular team, you know, they're just like, okay, so I'm gonna focus on Instagram. I'm gonna, I'm going to focus on TikTok. I'm gonna do this. And we saw that they were able to really, really expand their audience and grow awareness of who they were. Not only that, but start to get additional spokespersons within the company. Because if you think about it, influencer marketing is nice. You could tap a, a specific influencer who has millions of followers, but you're competing now. You're competing with other brands that want to capture that attention. So for example, uh, there's another live streamer who I'm very fond of. It's Mother Could, right? She has 1.2 million followers on Instagram. Wow. I think probably about 730,000 on TikTok. And her videos alone have probably racked up about 11.7 .7 billion views. And before she ever goes live on Amazon, she'll go to the different platforms first and let her audience know, hey, I'm about to go live. So she's taking these rented social media properties and now driving them over to Amazon. So it's really interesting to see how Amazon, first off, and you, you probably already know this, Jeff, Amazon saying like, great, on-site is nice, but if you could get me right. off-site traffic, that's even more exciting for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and, and actually uh, your commission rates are different. Like, you know, from being on site for like, when I have a video up there, it's lower than if I bring somebody in, which makes sense. Like I'm bringing somebody into the platform uh, and doing it that way. So yeah, you're right. They really are trying to get as, and they've even said it, like we want that offsite traffic to come in and using social media, like you were mentioning there uh, to drive people into one spot is really, really smart. Um, is there any like specific developments that you're seeing in these life selling platforms that we should keep an eye on? Are there, is there, I know AI is everywhere. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about a couple of weeks ago is I don't think, you know, it's going to, AI is not going to repl uh, replace what we do, like being a host or that kind of thing. I think it'd be really hard for that to happen. But do you think, see any new trends on, in, on these platforms of some new technologies or techniques that they're doing? I mean, from technologies and techniques, definitely I'm seeing the AI integration in it, um, as well as augmented reality. I think it mm. was Lancome that was maybe in 2019, they started to do a skin diagnostic app. So while you're watching a live shopping event to choose what would be the best skincare routine for you, you would download the app, you know, turn it on and say, actually, because you're watching the live shopping event, this would be the best product that you should purchase based off of what we're analyzing. And I think if most people actually did that from, from let's say the, the health and beauty brand, that can really, really skyrocket because now you're no longer thinking, okay, gosh, like what's the best color? What's what would be best for this type of condition that I have or the look that I'm trying to get makeup, 
all that other stuff. One of my favorite things to do too is, okay, we've all seen the bold glamour filter on TikTok. Right, yes, right. Am I, am I, I'm not the only one that's hanging out on TikTok, right? right. <laughs> but what I love about these TikTok filters is now they're, they're becoming even much more advanced. They're incorporating that AI into it. And my, one of my favorites is that it'll show you how to do your makeup. So like contouring. So some of us that wear makeup, Jeff, you know, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it'll, it'll tell you like, oh, this is the best place for you to contour or for you to highlight. And I wouldn't have known that I would have just continually done my makeup the way that I usually do it, unless I was watching like a makeup artist on YouTube. And so it kind of forces you to think differently, try something new. And so when you integrate this augmented reality into your live shopping event, it makes it fun. You're like, oh, okay, so if this is my before, this is this is what it could look like, but mm -hmm. the bridge to that, the contextual bridge is going to be your product. Okay, now you've captured my attention. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Yeah. In fact, they're, they're doing that right now uh, on Pinterest. They're actually, you can try on, you know, just inside their pins, they can try on different lipsticks. You can try on, you know, like you said, different makeup colors. Not that I've tried it, but I know that it's there. <laughs> uh, but I, I also want to do a, a shout out really quick to uh, Melody Johnson, who is um, incredible over on Amazon Live. If you haven't ch checked her out over there, uh, Melanie, feel free to drop your link in uh, there on LinkedIn and let everybody know where to find you. She, she does an amazing job. I've learned a ton from Melody. Uh, so um, really quick, and I was so excited to have Stephanie on, I forgot to mention that this show is brought to you by our friends at Ecamm. They're what makes this show possible. So you can find out more about them at socialmedianewslive.com. But I want to give you a little sneak peek of something. There is a cool new thing coming called Leap Into Live Selling that they're going to start. And it's right. It's going to be on April 24th and 25th. You can actually go ahead right now, go to leapintolive.com and register for that. But it's going to be amazing. They're going to have interactive virtual summit this year. They're going to help take Leap into this live selling. Like I mentioned, they have this amazing lineup of speakers, which Stephanie and I are going to be talking there. And they're going to cover all... Uh, aspects of live selling, shoppable video, monetization, from getting started on these platforms that we've just been talking about, finding clients, repurposing your live selling skills, and a ton more. And so by the end of this event, you'll be ready to take live selling, the live selling space by storm. So make sure to check it out at leapintolive.com. My friends at Ecamm and Stephanie is a big part of this. Um, I really appreciate them for sponsoring the show, but I know Stephanie, you're excited because I know there's, you're going to be all up in that. So oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, beyond yeah. excited for what we're going to bring to that. I, I mean, Katie and I, we really sat down and, and the rest of the team were like, what do we really want to showcase this year? What's the difference that's going to make the difference? What are the trends? Because in live shopping, live selling in general, you have the host, mm -hmm. you have the producer, you also have the marketer who's doing the pre-promotion, the promotion during, and then after the show, there's so many different facets to it. And I think when people start to realize that live shopping as an industry and the different roles that it plays into, you get to decide if you want to be one of those roles or all encompassing. Mm. Yeah. So oh, we got a comment here real quick uh, from Maurice uh, says, uh, I was there for the first Leaping Alive. I just signed up for this one. Thank you, uh, Maurice, for doing that. It's, it is an amazing event. So it's, I'm so excited that it's coming up and you guys make sure to go there and sign up for your own spot. Uh, and then Robert says the home shopping concept has been proven success for decades, only natural to bring it into a hyper niche online environment. Totally agree, Robert. Um, and I want to move on to our next section where we'll be talking about the art of live selling. And a lot of this has to do with the host. And if you have ever a chance to get 
to, to watch Stephanie on one of the live selling stages. She is incredible. Take notes because she does it really, really well. But there's a question that I wanted to bring up from, because I think a lot of people feel this way. And this is Jim over on YouTube. He goes, can you do effective live selling as an individual or do you have to assemble a team and have a support group and all that stuff? So what would you tell Jim, Stephanie? I think it really depends on your production, right? If, let's say if, if I'm a solopreneur doing a course creator, I could probably do it myself if my checkout, my point of sale transaction isn't that, um, isn't that complex, mm-hmm. right? If I'm on a shopping platform where you could check out while watching the stream, that's awesome, that's great. But if I'm taking people from a live shopping event and then having to direct them somewhere else, I may want to have someone in the comments to help moderate the chat and keep reminding them to come back to the original show. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I feel like if you're, if it's not a complicated show, if you have the proper integrations in it, then it makes it easier for people to, if you're consulting, book a call. If you are purchasing within the platform, like something like lifescale.tv, you could automatically do that. But if it's not connected, if you're trying to like zap your way into this, right, Mm -hmm. (laughs) then it's helpful to have a team because when you know this, and we both know this, when you are the host and the producer at the same time, it's hard to also be customer support because when right. someone is ready to buy, they just there might just be that one question that they just need the answer to. It's like, what's that one question that you need answered in order for you just to like put in your credit card and be done? Mm, yeah. That it is. That's why I have Connor on here because he he helps me. You know, I, I can just cut to him while I take a drink or, or do what not drink water. I'm not drinking in the show. Drinking water. Wow. And so, but so Maurice says this, and he goes, "I have to admit, I've been wondering how to do about how to start such a good topic." Well, one of the things we mentioned Amazon Live, and I would say Amazon Live is probably the easiest way to dip your, you know, if you become an influencer is to dip your feet into doing live selling. And I just got to give another shout out to our friends over at Ecamm because they now integrate with Amazon Live. So when I'm going and doing my Amazon Lives, I can actually bring comments up uh, now from Amazon. And so that's really amazing. So uh, if you're wanting to get into that and you're an influencer and you have access to Amazon Live, make sure you check out Ecamm at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm because they have some really cool stuff now to help with that. So sorry, Connor, I jumped on you, but go ahead. It's all this, you talked about getting a team together and and that'll help you out a lot. But I have to think there's a lot of other steps before you even click go live on the computer machine, of course. So when it comes to a successful live shopping show, how do you prepare and, and what are some tips we can take away from you? Yeah, for a successful live selling show, my biggest suggestion would be you really have to look at the product in itself and know how you would use it. So that way you could have your own story. But when I've worked with other live shopping hosts, they say that they also look at reviews online from other people because they want to see what their stories are because how you use it. Yes, that's awesome. That's great. But if you're trying to sell across different demographics, across different industries, then it's helpful to know how other people are using it. They might have something that is so iconic that you didn't even think about that probably Mm. even customer support wasn't even aware of. And sometimes like I actually had Juliana White, who was on my show last week and we were talking about how do you do this? Because she actually, she moved from NASCAR to the newsroom into live shopping. And she said, Stephanie, I take pages and pages of notes. I'll see the product detail page, but then I'll also try to tie it to a story. And if I don't have a story for it, then I'll go ahead and take a look at the reviews. And then I'll try to sit down with my family and say like, okay, I'm working on this project. 
this is the product. What questions do you have for me? Because these are real questions that are unscripted that she'll most likely get on air. So she'll do her best to be prepared as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So I think, cause it's funny, cause I think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it's almost a balance between preparation, but also knowing improv because like, like we yeah. had to do a little bit of improv earlier at the show, which was a very, we had a little rough spot, but anyway, um, the, we were, we were, we were going, you know, we were digging deep for that one. Um, but the, there's that balance because you want to be prepared, but you also want to have that spontaneity. Like I want to be able to go in and this is a great example. Like Melody says, the best way to focus on is what resonated with your uh, audience. If you're a tech guy, talk about the products, you know, niche down. So, um, being able to pull that kind of stuff in while you're going and doing your live selling thing, because if you're just sitting there and being the sham wow guy over and over and over again, that's not going to, you know, that's not going to resonate with your audience and it could actually turn them off. So have you found like, cause I, I know you prepare like I do, but do you have like spots that you put in for, okay, this is when I'm going to take a break and pull in a comment. Oh, or, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, Can yeah. you talk about that a little bit, how it's improv, yeah. but it really isn't. You're planning for improv, I guess is what I'm saying. That's very true. So oftentimes too, what I don't think people realize is that I also produce live shopping events for my clients. Mm. And oftentimes they'll have this idea of, we want to do this. We have this bundled package. We want to put it out there. Here is the script. <laughs> and then when I take a look at it, look at it, I have to translate it into a run of show. And when we're looking at the run of show, there are certain elements that I have to bring up because it's nice to have these visual cues. These are your visual anchors to get people excited about the product. Cause they're like, okay, what is that? You know, pique that curiosity. And then you give the contextual bridge of like, and this is why you want it. Mm -hmm. And so in the run of show, I'll say, okay, so when we're introducing the product, how do you want to introduce it? Is there a bumper video? Are you holding up the product? Is it something that fits within the palm of my hand? Do I need an overhead shot? So those are the visual cues. Then I think about what are additional cues that I could put on there. Just like what you have right now, you have this lower third so that whenever someone's popping into the newsfeed, they know who I am. They know what it is that I'm doing. Other things that I, I take into consideration when I'm working with a live shopping host is, okay, Juliana, did you see this? This is an eight page run of show. Are you going to memorize all this? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, do, do you like breathing? Like, right. At what point <laughs> yeah. would you like to have a sip of water? Right. And so I think even as a live shopping producer, I have to say to the client, okay, she's been going on for like a good five minutes. She's picked up the product. She's demoed the product. Okay. So this, the example for this is L'Occitane which, you know, sometimes you're having to deal with demos with actual water and, mm -hmm. you know, you have to wipe it off. You have to move to the next product. Are we giving her enough time? Because those are a lot of things to take into consideration. And so when it's engaging your audience, it's what are all the different elements to keep them engaged beginning, middle, end? What are the visual cues? How do you create those breaks? So that way your live shopping host doesn't feel like they're like, Oh my gosh. Okay. And what's next? How many products does Jeff have in his carousel right now? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. So yeah. go ahead, Connor. I'm sorry. 
So I think that that's great that you bring that up. And, and a lot of that, I think, just comes back to repetition, right? Spontaneity in the beginning, improv in the beginning can seem like a, such a daunting, daunting task. But the more you do it, the more you get into a flow, you know what's going to come next, the more opportunity you have to just kind of riff, like what I just did with that last sentence. I didn't know where it was going, <laughs> but now here we are. And when you talk about the people that you've worked with that have been successful, you've already mentioned a few of them, but what in your mind sets a successful live selling host apart from maybe one that's kind of struggling to to get their feet right in in the live selling space what separates them first i would definitely say confidence confidence is something that when you are talking about a product you have to be confident in that product i can't tell you how many times i have produced an event client says well we found this influencer who's super great on instagram like great Pictures look awesome. Mm. Now it's time for you to drop the price. Are you going to drop the price in a way that it's like, I'm confident in this price? Or does it come off like, well, it's only $19.97, you know? Right. And it's just like, mm-hmm. oh. and then you feel cringy and you're like, oh my God, okay, this broadcast has officially ended. Right. You know, so I think confidence in the product. Um, also, storytelling. How do you tell a story? I was once, I, I'm going to tell you a few horror stories. I once produced an event and in the run of show, it said, okay, explain how you discovered the product. This influencer goes and says, well, I was walking down Costco and I saw it and I said, Hmm, that looks cool. I'll give it a try. I was like, babe, we've got a 45 minute live shopping segment. You got to give me more, you know, like, come on. That's not a story. That's just a fact. Right. So I think storytelling wrapping that in order to really captivate your audience is going to be helpful knowledge in the product knowledge how it's used um, by different demographics as we already said before improv improv is always Mm -hmm. to your benefit i think even just public speaking the the live shopping hosts that i've worked with that i know have that do so well have have practiced their public speaking they've eliminated their errs their ums their filler words but most importantly i'd say have fun with it, you know, laugh and smile. You might have like your run of show, your scripts, your bullet points, but really you're engaging with the audience at the end of the day. Yeah, I totally, I'm being, I know we say this word a lot, but authentic, but mm-hmm. that's why I think why people will come tune into the show because they know I'm going to bring their questions in. They know that sometimes things will go wrong and we just will dance a little bit and then move on just the way it is. And um, I want to bring up uh, Randall. I know because I know Randall, I watch his stuff. Um, he says, I have 45 years in the food industry on Amazon Live. I talked all about the items that could cook the food. So we were talking about like, you know, what do you do it on and how you niche down? And, and Randall is a great example. Like he, you know, food's a hard sell on Amazon, but he actually sells he goes and does a show on the stuff to prepare the food that he knows so well. So being creative in that way, I think is a great example. Uh, Porta says uh, spontaneity is great. It gives a synth authenticity. And when you're engaging with the audience, answering their questions on the spot and having the audience input is great. I agree that, and somebody else's confident is so important and you don't, and, and, and there's a, there's a line between, I think confidence and arrogance because we've Mm -hmm. all seen when they've gone over too far. They're like, yeah, look at me. I can, I'm going to bring every conversation back to me. And when you're doing live selling, you are supposed to be entertaining and actually talking about the product. So I would like to ask you, Stephanie, what's the difference between, you know, running your, your own live show, like say you're doing it on TikTok or Instagram live where you're just, you, you are kind of in charge and you pick the products and all that stuff versus working with a brand, having a brand deal 
they give you the products and you're supposed to be, um, you know, pitching their stuff and selling their stuff live. Oh gosh, what's the difference? I feel like with me as a personal brand, when I'm doing my own personal live selling, I'll tell you my whole entire workflow, how this product actually fits in my day-to-day life. What's my workflow? How does it make my life easier? And then I insert a segment where I ask questions. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be on air as long as I need to in order to answer all of those questions. And then I go beyond further. And I think it's mostly because I, I'm a marketer at heart. So I'll repurpose the content. I'll turn it into clips. It'll be a blog post in and of itself. There's, I think of, and maybe I'm just kind of different from everyone else, but it's really, I look at, this is what I love. This is what I want you to know about it. This is how you use it. And if you want to learn more, these are all the different places that you could find this specific content. When I'm working with the brand, it's very, you have the creative department where it says it needs to look this way. You have to say this particular line. And sometimes working with the brand, they want it to be so structured, but you, I think as a content creator, you know what works best for your audience. And I would always suggest to work with a brand that gives you that creativity, that, that room, that space, to be a little bit more creative and not only that though, but be open to giveaways and all these other different things because a brand is a brand. It's a logo. Yeah. Yeah. But when you have a live selling host, they're that bridge, they're that conduit between the consumer and the actual product to create that commerce. So the more that you work together with the brand, the better. Sometimes I'll even have a brand where like, Hey, here, here are some new lights that you could install in your office. I'm like, Oh, okay. But if they don't give me any guidance on what to say or the specs and I have to do it myself, sometimes that makes it a little bit harder too. Cause if they come back to me and say like, Oh, well, we really wanted you to show this feature. And it's like, babe, I would have never used that feature because <laughs> that's, <right. laughs> that's just not a thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it. So, on that, that same note, and I would love to know you guys uh, who are watching live, let, I really want to do a show on brand deals. Let me know if that's something that would be interested in doing because brands uh, more and more are wanting to partner with even not just the huge like Kardashians, but with micro and nano influencers. And there's kind of an art to doing some brand deals. But a lot of times, like you were saying, Stephanie, they'll have certain requirements that they want you to hit. Like you want to do, you know, want, want to make sure you only for, shoot in vertical and you only do this and this and this. Um do you think it's, and you mentioned, you know, having creativity, is it okay to push back and say like, listen, I, I really think that this would really showcase it better instead of just like taking it and like, okay, I'll do whatever you say is doing that little, <laughs> you know, that, that pushback a little bit like, you know, that's yes, a great yes, idea, yes. but you know, that yeah. kind of thing with brands. I always say that there's the, there's power in knowing. So knowing what works and knowing when to say no to a client, right? Right. right. Yeah. So there, there are times as a content creator, you know your platform best, you know your audience best, you know what works, you know how to keep their attention span within that, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you'll even see these live, live, live streamers in China where they have like little things that they'll wear or they'll right. have sound effects and all these things. They'll do giveaways just to keep the audience entertained. But for a brand, they're like, oh, that's cringy. We're like, no, listen, you're competing with everything else that's happening on that specific platform. And so oftentimes me, myself, I think for you, for those of you that want to do brand deals, ask for a run of show. What are the major requirements? You know, what are the absolute must haves? Because mm-hmm. There are must-haves that you need to have in the show, right? Obviously, the pricing, the product, the reviews, and the urgency. Everything else about like, oh, and here's what's coming up next and blah, blah, blah. Those are nice-to-haves. 
because as we all know, anything can happen on a live shopping segment. And as much as we want to control it, you know, there are some things because of the flow of the conversation just might, you know, it might go a different direction. You don't want to just be like, oh, I know you're all interested in brand deals, but we're totally going to move on to the next question, right? right, like, right. <laughs> like, that's so fun. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So Connor, go ahead. You had a question. Yeah, I think, you know, when it comes to giving worth and value and entertaining, there's so many things we have to do when we're live selling, right? Of course, the selling part, I think, is at the forefront, but we don't want to come off as cringy or, or too salesy. You know, it's it's that fine balance that we we have to, you know, walk across the tightrope for. So when it comes to a live selling show, how do you balance the need to actually sell products with the need to provide value, provide content, provide entertainment to your audience? So how would you divide that? It, it's interesting because the questions that the both of you are asking, it it makes sense to me because it's coming from uh, one side of the world. Um, and when I say that, to me, it's more like North American questions versus mm -hmm. when I'm working with clients that are well-versed in what's happening in Asia. Right. So in North America, there, there really is this like, oh, we need to have visuals and context and be entertaining. And we don't want to be cringy and constantly try to push, push, push and sell, sell, sell. Yeah. However, if you watch a live streamer in China on Taobao and all these other ones, like they have learned rapid succession of selling points. Mm. So as soon as they see the numbers rise, they go back, boom. And PS, by the way, here are the benefits that you need. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, what was your other question? And they'll show the product again. PS, by the way, boom. And they'll go into rapid succession again. The difference I feel like between live selling hosts in America versus outside um, in the other parts of the world is that let's say in China, they actually have like two day boot camps that teaches live, sell live selling hosts on how to be a good host. Mm. And that's different because I think many of us that became live selling hosts, right? Like we were live streamers. Now we're doing live selling. Yeah. We're incorporating what we think works best from our live streaming background. What I see in live selling hosts in other countries is they know what works best because they've seen the sales behind it. So they've, they're actually much more well advanced than North America, to be honest. Right. Um, and so they'll see the data as far as like, if I say this, boom, sales have spiked tremendously. Uh, so we don't always see that, like, let's say on an Amazon live, right? You don't find that out until after the, the live stream has actually right. ended. Does that help? Does that answer your question? Yeah. So would you it's say some different. of that? Is it's yeah. some of it yeah. cultural and it you can't take you know i can't just go watch the 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 live selling over in in china and apply all that to what i you do can, though you but can you think, okay so are you saying that I, I that's do. what i want yeah. okay so here so it was fascinating so as i was preparing for the show i was like what can i tell jeff that he hasn't heard yet and it's that two day boot camp where these live selling hosts are now teaching these amateurs on, you know, it's not about winging it. It's not about this. It's about the excitement. It's about the urgency and you now see them. So the, here, here's what happened. So there's these existing live shopping platforms that have evolved in China. They already have, you know, their, their head honchos, like the best live shopping hosts out there. They have their Austin Lee's and whatnot, but these new live shopping hosts can't compete with them. So what's the next best interest-based live shopping platform that they could tap into? It's TikTok. So now these boot camps, and this is the part that's interesting, they actually teach them English slang. 
<laughs> so last night, Jeff, I was watching this live, sh- live shopping host and it, it was like, she was taking little words. She was like, oh yeah, hun, I got you, hun. Take a look at this. Right. And it was like, <laughs> what? Right. But it was, it was rehearsed, but it was, um, they were trying to take that style and move it over into Westerners. Mm-hmm. Now your question of like, does that actually work? Man, I was sitting there watching this TikTok live and the comments were flying by and right. they're like, okay, what color do you have it? And do 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 And then someone would be like, oh, how do I purchase this? And it's like, let me show you how. So she's on camera and she's like, she pulls up her own live stream. Like, this is how you buy it. Like nailed it. I was like, mm. oh my God, on <laughs> fire. So yeah, I mean, does that answer question? I was yeah, just kind yeah. of so, like, wow, uh, so one of- it's coming over now. Yeah. So, and, and, uh, somebody, I think it's, I'm not sure if it's Randall or not says, uh, the U S market has so much more potential. Totally agree. The thing that I think that you should do if you're wanting to become a better live, uh, seller is, uh, a live selling host is to do like, I have a whole Google sheet of live sellers that I follow over on mm-hmm. Amazon. So I've, I've look at their storefront, how they're doing that, what the products are doing, how long they're going, how many, you know, are they doing their full carousel? Are we going to do a couple? How fast are they moving through it? And I have like, do your research. Like, I think what you're saying, Stephanie is like, yeah. look at people for examples and then really, you know, try to dive in and see what's working because you're right. Some things that we're used to as live, you know, doing these live shows and podcasts and stuff, it's a different skill set. Uh, that, you know, you have to learn for selling on that note. I want to talk a little bit about, because I think it's fascinating is when you coach Jessica Meir, uh, the astronaut for doing her first live in space. So she's super smart to be an astronaut in the first place, For sure. but you had to teach her some skills. Um, Are any of those skills that you had to teach her like applicable to what we're talking about today about live selling? Because I know, that one, that's just a cool story. And two, like, what did you teach her? Like, I mean, I'm sure your time was compressed and you had some, you, you know, you really had that's to give sure. her like the, the, the kind of the nitty gritty on how to do it. But how did you teach that to her? So I was very beneficial in the sense that there were two segments. So one was actually on site. And then the second follow-up one was going to be when she was going to be in outer space. Mm-hmm. And so the first time when she was on site, I was like, okay, you, you're an astronaut. You got this. Right, right. <laughs> like You're doing things that not most of us can do. But what I realized is that what most people struggle with, no matter what industry you're in, it's always going to be confidence. Confidence is something that you're always taught or that you learn naturally. Sometimes you need someone to coach you. And so it's like, yeah, I may know this, this, and this, and this, but for some reason, this camera frightens me. And I'm like, well, just imagine that it's that little girl that you're going to inspire because she's like, can I be an astronaut? And once I said that, it was like, boop, okay, got it. Yeah. That's who I'm talking to. It's not about me. It's about the person that's watching me and how I could tell them what's possible. What are the opportunities? What are the potential? And I think for most people, confidence and like tying that back to why you're actually on camera is really the, the difference that makes the difference. So that leads back to this live selling, what we're talking about. How important is it? And I know the answer to this, but I ask anyway, how is important it to it to really believe in the product? Like I see a lot of Amazon people were on, on doing live streams. I'm like, I don't think they have actually tried it. You know, or this, I mean, I have it and it broke like in three seconds. So, um, how important is, I mean, there is some times where it's, it's a month you have to do things for brands. Like it's a money deal. You're, this is how you make mm-hmm. a living, but how important is it that you really believe in the product? 
I think it's absolutely important. Um, I, the, one of my favorite stories about a popular live selling host is Austin Lee. And he's known as the Lipstick King in China. And he did a live shopping segment where he worked this deal with the brand and said, okay, if I'm going to introduce you to my audience, you have to promise me that this is the best price out there. And they said, yes, sign the contract. Okay, great. This man has sold over a billion lipsticks in a matter of 15 minutes. He knows his stuff. He knows how to get his audience from browsers into buyers. Well, come to find out like a couple of weeks later, the brand says, that was so good. Let's do it again. But this time, let's do an even lower price. So he catches wind of this and goes, oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that because we made a deal and I stand by my word. And so he went back to his audience and he said, if you purchase this item during this live shopping segment, I want every single one of you return it return it right now because they broke a promise. And that was him (laughs) saying to his audience, I'm putting my reputation on the line for you. This brand said that they were going to do this. If you, can you imagine that he sold a billion? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. And then now you're now it's like all of this returned item is being shipped back over to you. So I think us as live selling hosts, we have to stand by our word because people really want our opinions on it. Does it work? How does it fit into your day to day? This could be like the best camera. This just happened to be on my desk. Don't mind me. <laughs> but this this could be like the best Osmo Pocket, right? Mm-hmm. But when I tell people you know, why I like it. I don't necessarily tell them like the pixels and all this other stuff. I'm like, yo, this literally fits in my purse. I could right. put it, in, <laughs> I could put it in my bag, get in the Uber and be on my way without having to mess around with like this clunky right. big, you know, camera on my hand, but it's like, boom, here I am. Now I'm vlogging in the car. Great. Yeah. And I think that's, that can even go even like what Connor and I do on Amazon live is like, you can tell when we really believe in something. Like I talk about a solo stove, which is a, um, I have a fire pit out in my, in my backyard and I've had it for like three years. It looks grungy, but I'm like, look, it still works. It doesn't, I mean, after like five years, it's still, it may look like this, but it still works exactly the same as it did when I, and so I like it. I believe in it. You can tell in the sound of my voice, you can tell with my expression and people can pick up on that. And I think um, what you just said about, you know, being authentic and being, you know, believing in your product is so important and not just to go for the, for the quick sale. So, um, sorry, I had to, I, I always call audibles in this show, but Connor, go ahead. You had a question. No, I mean, I think it's not so much a question as, as kind of a, a just a statement. We're always selling, right? Yeah. Whether it's a product or our service or we're selling us. So I think when it comes to this sort of idea of life selling of maybe it's a product that, yeah, we use every once in a while, we've done this before, whether it was on a podcast or in social media or in email marketing or whatever it is. I think it's just taking those things that we already know and applying them to this new kind of outlet. And with this new kind of outlet, there's a lot of stuff coming for the future. So, so Stephanie, when it comes to people actually purchasing, how do you think live shopping might just change the way of how we think about e-commerce just, just in general? Oh gosh. There's so much that that live shopping is changing how consumers are purchasing right now. They have pointed questions. They want to know, they want you to pick it up. They, they want this guarantee. I think it, it's also helpful when I think about, if I go on LinkedIn right now, 
if you did it right now too, and you just searched for on-air host or a live shopping host, you're going to see so many brands that are looking to hire. Hey, can you just hop on TikTok live for about two to three hours a week promoting our products? Like this is changing. They're looking mm-hmm. for people and they're looking for a variety of people that look different. So it could be the Gen Z, the millennial, the Gen X, the boomer. I almost forgot Gen X. That was, that would have been classic. (laughs) (laughs) But you get what I'm saying? It's like different demographics. Um, Sometimes you may have a run of show. As I said before, um, you give it to one live shopping host, but if you want to have another live shopping host, talk about it, you're going to have to make changes to the script. There's different uh, etiquette, different slang and things that you would say that you wouldn't say. Like I was sitting next to someone today, and my my CMO or was it my CMO? Someone had said to me like, "Oh, let's go ahead and take pictures and make sure that we're promoting this swanky event." And I was like, "Swanky? I haven't heard that for a while." <laughs> and then I was sitting to someone else, and they're like, "What is swanky?" And I was no. like, "Oh, you know, that means like cool." They're like, "I thought that meant swingers." And I was like, "What?" You know? <laughs> I was like, "What's yeah. going on here?" But you know. Again, you have to bear in mind your audience that's going to be tuning right. in. Mm-hmm. I used to use a line in one of my presentations where I talk about, um, yeah, it was just like, I just heard a dial tone. Nobody knows what a dial tone is anymore. You know, it's like, that just don't. So Connor, that's like, I, you can look at Wikipedia afterwards, Connor, and you'll, you'll find it. Oh, okay. Um, but one more question before we move on to the next section, because I still want to talking about becoming a good live shopping host. Um, what are the biggest mistakes that you see when people start live hosting for the first time, or live selling for the first time? One of the biggest mistakes that I see when live shopping hosts mm-hmm. get started is yeah. they're reading from a script and they're not so much invested in the story because I really feel like it's the stories that sell. It's facts tell, stories sell. We all know this. Uh, but live shopping hosts, for some reason, I don't know why it is, but I feel like if it's your, if it's your first live shopping event, it's like their spirit goes away. All of a sudden they become possessed and, and you're the producer. You're like, come on, right. Jeff, that's not you. Like, come back. Right. Somebody resuscitate him. Like, what's going on? Um, I, I think that's the biggest thing is sometimes when you take on a different role, like you're moving from live streamer podcaster into live selling host. You're like, oh, well, then I need to be the Forbes Riley. I need to be this you know, but really you just need to be you because that's why people are tuning in. They're tuning into you, but you also have to be mindful of what makes a live selling sh- show successful. So saying the the price once isn't going to do it. Uh, repeating where to purchase it and all that other stuff isn't going to do it. If you only say it once, people need those visual cues because if they're watching on a mobile device, probably like me, they're moving around the house. Mm-hmm. You have to say certain call to actions in the middle of it where you're like, look at this, <laughs> right. right? And they're like, oh, wait, I have to look at this something, but you have to direct them. So I, I think that's always helpful mm, those are great tips. when you're beginning out. Yeah, I think not reading from a script. And once again, it goes back to what you're talking about with confidence is like, you have to be, and you can, you can build up your confidence. Like you can go and practice. I mean, everybody started with zero followers. Everybody started doing a live show, turning on the camera for the first time. Everybody has been there. So uh, I think just continue to practice. And one of uh, the guys who talks about confidence a lot, it's my friend, Ian Anderson Gray, uh, who is amazing. He says, my American friends don't see uh, or know what faff about means. It means mess around or do nothing. So you have to think about your international people 
too. Yeah, I said, um, yeah, I was just fiddle farting around and nobody knew what that meant. Um, well, no one in this country knows what no, that means. But, but, I, no, but. Okay, so can I, I'll, I'll add to that. Yeah. So when I'm not, when I'm not doing live selling or the production piece of it, there are times where I'm in front of the camera and I'm filming a digital course for a client. Mm-hmm. And we were doing the, the scripting and they challenged me on a particular word. I'm like, but everyone calls it that. They're like, everyone in America calls it that. <laughs> but our target audience actually lives in Australia, so international. So we have to change that. And that to me was really eye-opening just to realize, okay, not everything is North America. So how do I make this more appealing to an international audience. And I think for those of you that are live streaming hosts right now, if you want to expand your opportunities, again, look outside of North America, see what's happening in different countries, look at different trends. I actually have my VA just saying, tell me what's going on. Like, what are, what are some things that are happening on these apps that North American people don't know? And do we see those apps making their way into here? Do we see any connections between uh, the product roadmap? What should we be looking out for? Mm, that's great. Yeah, man. Um, so I know you and I are both all gung ho about live shopping. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the future of it um, because I think, you know, you mentioned, you know, it's it's a whole nother thing over in China and some of these other uh, other countries. Like it's it's I mean, they are celebrities, those live sellers like, you know, they're like top tier celebrities that we have here in the United States. But where do you think the future is going? Like if you had to predict and say, listen, I have X amount of money. I want to, you know, throw it towards this and it's live. Video. I mean, where would you, what would you be looking at? What would you be investing in your personal time and even like technology you should be learning? What do you, where do you think this future is happening with this live shopping? I'll say this from a B2B perspective. If I was a, if I was a B2C brand right now, I would be looking at hiring or developing talent within my organization to be in front of the camera. So what I've seen trending in the other countries is that they have these live shopping hosts and they'll have them go live for hours on end. They'll take a break, swap them out with another live shopping host. So you and I, we're used to live shopping segments being, you know, maybe 30 minutes to an hour long. What we're seeing in other countries is that you actually have 24 seven live shopping happening. Mm-hmm. So that to me is, is fascinating because if I were a global brand, I could say, okay, North America, you kick it off. And then now, now you move on to a different country. So those are things that, I, that I'm seeing happening. And that's why mm-hmm. I mentioned, if you go to LinkedIn right now and you search for live shopping hosts, if you wanted a side gig, just a side hustle, to see what these new apps are doing, dedicate maybe, you know, two, three hours a week to be like, yeah, okay, I'll hop, I'll hop on TikTok live for you and, and do this product for you. And what you and I will notice, Jeff, because we're so well-versed in the live shopping world is that some of these companies that are asking for live shopping hosts may not have the infrastructure. So for me, who's a consultant, for me, for someone that does the whole production piece of it, I'd be like, look, I know you're looking for a live shopping host, but what you really need is this. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what you really need is a producer. And I think what, because you're, you're hiring all these on-air hosts, you actually need a training boot camp for them. Mm-hmm. And so what would that boot camp look like if they didn't have the stuff that you and I have, like the teleprompter and the lights and all that other stuff? Okay, how would you use something like this? And why is it important for you to have a desk with enough space? So 
I think that I think we're going to see changes in that. I also think from a live selling perspective, if you really want to start earning more brand deals, it's going to be more than just having a media kit. Now, this is me like, hey, friends. Right? <laughs> Remember how everyone's like, what's a media kit? You're like, we just oh. did a show about it. We just did a show. Yeah. Yeah. Put, put your put your numbers on there, your links and some testimonials and all that other stuff. I think if you really want to go far and beyond as a live shopping host, you need to put together a sizzle reel. You need to give me case studies. You need to show me what people are saying in the comments about how much they loved seeing you on camera. And not only that, though, but I want to I want to see testimonials from your clients that said like, wow, working with Stephanie Garcia. Oh, my gosh, we saw 10x in sales. That to me is going to be much more compelling than just seeing what your audience size is going to be. I want to know if you mesh well with others. Can you collaborate? Like what's your whole system and your process? I'm also even curious to know what is your editorial calendar? So are there certain sections in the year? You're like, okay, in Q1, I focus on this. Q2 is this. Q3, Q4. I can slot you in here. I think mm -hmm. if you came to the table as a live shopping host, I'm like, oh, I'm available whenever you want me to. I'm like, okay, well, all right. There's no urgency in that. Mm -hmm. So we talk about live selling where you're selling a product, but I think as a live shopping host, you also have to learn how to sell yourself. Mm -hmm. Those, that's great. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I think as, as this, this, you know, expands and grows, there's of course going to be new potential, new opportunities, but there's also going to be new challenges. So, so Stephanie, as the industry grows, as the live shopping networks, platforms, whatever it is, can, in growth, what are the potential challenges and opportunities, not just for businesses, but also live shopping hosts might start to face? Well, one of the benefits of live shopping is that if Jeff or Connor, if you had a question, the live shopping hosts will most likely answer it on air. So now you've already set this expectation of immediate gratification. Yes. Mm -hmm. So now if I purchase the product and it's now come into my home, but I still have questions on there, who's going to be delivering on that customer service? Because when I bought it, I got my questions answered right then and there. But now if I call you and it's like, oh, I have to call an 800 number, I have to send an email and it takes 24 hours. Now we're relying on customer support to also match that level of customer support that we're doing on air. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So being able to have that reliable customer service while you're live, like in the su customer support section is going to be very helpful. And then the whole entire customer journey process. I think that's going to be a challenge for the live shopping industry, because as I said before, if the lipstick king can sell billions of lipstick in 15 minutes, my gosh, can you imagine the warehouse? They're like, yeah. okay, Jeff, <laughs> I don't know if you had plans this weekend, but yeah. man, we are shipping and we're packing stuff <laughs> this weekend. Right. Or the warehouse when all that stuff comes back too. That yeah. seems like it's worse. Oh. Yeah. It's like that. What was that? There was that commercial. It was, I think it was a Super Bowl where they had it. Like they just launched their e-store and they saw their sales and then it started ticking up and going really yeah. quick. They just kind of looked at each other going, Oh my gosh. So I think you're right, Stephanie. I think having that, and, and this actually may be where AI can help fill some of that gap with that customer service um, because it can do that personalized help uh, if it makes sense. I mean, we're still a ways away from that, I think, but uh, that could be one way that that could dive in there. So I want to pull up this last comment from Maurice Burke. He says, wow, Stephanie, I just saw a live shopping job with traveling requirement. My mind is blown. Well, hopefully you guys mind was completely blown about uh, what's what Stephanie has said today, because she is amazing. I wish we had 
another hour because I have so many questions and she is so smart. I love picking a brain. That's why I do this show. It's, it's free consult, consulting folks. So uh, that's why I do it. But um, Stephanie is amazing. I want to give her a chance to tell everybody where to find her, where to, you know, get some of your stuff. Stephanie, the floor is yours. Absolutely. So I'm Stephanie Garcia. I'm a live video strategist. I help my clients go from unknown to unfreaking forgettable by leveraging <laughs> live video. If you want to come hang out with me, you can find me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the best place. So it's linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Stephanie dash Liu. So go ahead and find me there. Uh, if you want to learn more about the production services, if you want coaching, if you want a VIP strategy day, you can find me at lightscameralive.com. And she comes up with a, a ton of stuff. Follow her everywhere because she, like I said, she is a wealth of knowledge in this space and she, she knows all the stuff. And thank you, Jim. Jim says such a great topic and presenter. Yes, she is amazing. Uh, thanks, Jim, for watching today. And uh, Connor Brown, where can people find out all things Connor? Well, I hope to the one day become unfreaking forgettable because <laughs> that's the greatest tagline I've ever heard. You yeah. can check out all my stuff at wdwopinion.com and at wdwopinion across all social channels. I talk Walt Disney World. What's more fun than that? And follow me. You'll start seeing my live shopping journey as well. That's right. He's uh, he's on his way. Uh, he's done some great stuff over there. And by the way, do not forget our friends uh, over at Ecamm. You can find out more about them at socialmedianewslive.com. And do not forget about Leap Into Live Selling, what we've been talking about today. We're going to even dive in deeper uh, during this in April 24th through the 25th. You can find out more at leapintolive.com. Stephanie will be presenting. I'll be presenting. We'll be talking. To, I'll be talking about repurposing. I know Stephanie will be talking all about what she's been talking about today. So leapintolive.com. Make sure you guys go check that out. And with that, thank you guys so much for being here. We'll see you next time. Thank you, Maurice. Thank you, Ian uh, and Jim and all everybody who left comments today and made the show what it is. We couldn't do it without you. And with that, we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Social Media, Social Media News Live.